find out who will be the next the president of the United States. The margins have narrowed and the continues in the race for the White House. Good morning. And thank you for being with us, everybody. I'm Michael Brownlee. Well, Joe Biden is leading President Trump in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia. Now, this is where the electoral count stands right now. President Trump has 214. Joe Biden is leading with 253. 270 needed. And if Joe Biden gets Pennsylvania, it's over. But you can expect a lot of legal challenges before anything's official. We're going to have more on the presidential race, but first we want to get some breaking news out of downtown Los Angeles. L.A. County District Attorney Jackie Lacey is about to hold a news conference to discuss the future of her office. In Tuesday's election, she faced former San Francisco D.A. George Gascon, who has more than 54% of the vote. Now, he's a self-titled reformer whose message apparently resonated here with voters in L.A. County. Lacey's record came under harsher scrutiny, especially after a summer of unrest stemming from a series of deadly police shootings. We want to take you live now to that uh, news conference. Folks who are there are just getting ready as uh, we're waiting for Miss Lacey to appear. Jackie Lacey, as you know, was the uh, first uh, black woman elected to the L.A. County DA's office. She was now in the process of seeking her third term. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office is the largest in the United States. Lacey's been slammed by progressive groups like Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles. They claimed that Lacey was just too soft and didn't prosecute enough police officers accused of shooting blacks and Latinos. So, okay, as we wait for this press conference to start, we're going to uh, move on to other news. But as soon as it begins, we, of course, will bring it to you. Major developments this morning in the presidential election. How things can change each and every time we go to bed at night. NBC4's McCullough Medina is here tracking the numbers in those key states that will determine the outcome. Matt. Talk about change. The last few hours have really changed this election, right? The, for the former vice president now trending for positive news for him. Let's start first in Pennsylvania really quickly, give you a good indication of what we're talking about. Joe Biden taking the lead this morning, and his lead has slowly increased as the final votes are being counted. Biden up 12,000 votes. That's up from 7,000 votes from around 6 o'clock this morning when Biden first took the lead from President Trump. And we're going to talk about you really quickly, Michael. All right, as promised, we're going to take you back now to uh, Jackie Lacey, L.A. County District Attorney Jackie Lacey, who's holding a press conference right now. George Gascon and his team on their expected victory. There are still about 791,000 votes to count, but my consultants tell me that while I may close the gap between the two of us, I will not be able to make up enough based on the trending of the ballots to win this election. I am so thankful to God for giving me this incredible opportunity to serve the people of Los Angeles County. Do you know it was exactly eight years today, November 6, 2012, that I was elected. I thank my family for the sacrifices they made in order for me to hold this job. To my mom, who constantly asked me, are you okay? And he reminded me during this contentious fight 
that no matter what happens, I made history. Too much. To my sister, who was my sounding board, and who said during our weekly phone calls, I am proud of you. To my daughter and son, whose love reminded me that I was, to them, more than the district attorney. Thank you most of all to my hero, my husband, who stood by my side and who was willing to put his own life in danger in order to protect me. I thank my extended family and friends who supported me in this endeavor, and I thank my colleagues for having my back. I thank my campaign team with special recognition to my campaign manager, Walter Koch. I am grateful to my prosecutors and my investigators and my support staff for your dedication and sacrifices that you made for me and for the people of this county. You made our mission statement a reality. You protected the community through the fair and ethical pursuit of justice. And you advocated strongly for victims' rights. You are some of the most honorable people I have ever met. And it has been a privilege to work with you. Be proud of what you do for the residents. There is no justice in L.A. County unless you perform your job. Now, enlisting the accomplishments that have been made over the last eight years, a great deal of credit goes to the employees of this office. During the past eight years, we have made life safer for minors and women who were sex trafficked. In 2012, we began focusing on those who profited by exploiting these vulnerable victims. We tripled the number of convictions and we were responsible for taking these ruthless predators off the streets. We valiantly fought for justice for the children of our county, like Gabriel Fernandez and Anthony Avalos by creating the Complex Child Abuse Unit. We created a conviction review unit to investigate the claims of wrongful convictions. We created a sexual assault task force to address sex crimes that were perpetrated by the powerful. We started a movement here in LA County that quickly spread around the United States to get people with mental illness the care that they deserve and to prevent them from languishing unjustly in custody or homeless on the streets. We inspired the creation of the Office of Diversion and Reentry that focused on getting justice-involved people who were homeless into housing. We responded to the inequity of cash bail by working with Senator Bob Hertzberg to pass SB 10. We helped LA County residents who were formerly in the justice system improve their chances of getting housing and employment by dismissing 66,000 cannabis convictions and nearly a million warrants for old cases. We protected the undocumented immigrants by prosecuting criminals who preyed on them. 
it advocated against severe and adverse consequences for immigrants who committed minor offenses. We invigorated the Environmental Crimes Unit, and among other things, we helped to improve the air quality for residents by prosecuting corporations who endangered our lives by transporting dangerous chemicals on our highways. We helped the probation department with their new responsibility of apprehending errant parolees. We valiantly responded to COVID-19 during the outbreak by helping to reduce the jail population by 6,000 prisoners in just a few short weeks. And I can list more, but those were the highlights. Before I conclude, I would like to talk about the significance of the results of this election. In fighting to stay in office, we faced a tsunami of money. We were outspent by an unprecedented $5 million. But that is not the full story. The circumstances surrounding the death of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey gave breath to an in-progress discussion around racism, policing, and criminal justice reform. These incidents were painful and exposed an issue that exists, existed in this country for years, racism. Our nation is going through a reckoning, and what happened in my election may one day be listed as a consequence of that. It may be said that one day the results of this election is a result of our season of discontent and a demand to see a tsunami of change. In looking at how we go forward, we must commit ourselves to appreciating the humanity in each other. The failure to see the humanity in people is what causes us to stereotype a black man with sagging pants as a gang member or to wrongfully assume that all law enforcement officers are abusive. That is so contrary to my Christian faith that teaches me that God created man in his own image. And it is contrary to our life experience that people are individuals and that you should not prejudge them by their skin color or their chosen occupation. Every successful effort at change must start with an agreement on these principles. We must work together to make the system better for everyone without demonizing people. to serve you, and I wish you well. I will not be taking any questions at this time. Enough has already been said. I will work with my successor to ensure that there is an a, a orderly transition of leadership in my office. 
time for us as a nation to reconcile and to begin the healing process together. Thank you. Still alive. DA Jack and Lacey, they're not taking any questions. Of course, highlighting some of her office's accomplishments during her eight years as district attorney. We, of course, will have more on this coming up on the NBC4 News at 4 o'clock. Back to those major developments in the presidential election. McCullough Medina is back again tracking those numbers with the uh, count in those key states like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is where the, all the action is today, and it's good news for former Vice President uh, Joe Biden. Take a look at the numbers really quickly. Joe Biden took the lead this morning. His lead is slowly increasing as the final votes are being counted. Biden now up 12,000 votes. That's up from 7,000 votes from around 6 o'clock this morning when Biden took the lead for the first time from President Trump. Biden now overperforming in mail-in ballots being counted 70 to 80 percent. We're expecting another big surge of votes to come from the Philadelphia area shortly this morning. I would estimate there's approximately 40,000 uh, remaining to be counted. Uh, we can also tell you that it may take several days to complete the reporting of that. That's Philadelphia. Let's go to Georgia right now. The former vice president now with a razor-thin lead there, 1,500-plus votes over President Trump. Once again, the former vice president overperforming in those mail-in ballots. The Georgia Secretary of State says there is a likelihood that there will be a recall because of the difference of votes, just 0.5 between the two candidates. Over in Arizona, also it was was good news for President Trump until the latest votes just started being counted. He was getting a good number of those votes here until the last batches, but it's not trending high enough to surpass Biden's lead, which is now about 43,000 votes. There's still a good chunk of votes to be counted, so that possibly could change in favor of the president. And finally, in Nevada, the latest count about two hours ago gave the former vice president a bigger lead than he had there, now over 20,000 votes. The votes left to be counted are coming from heavy, heavily Democratic counties, so the vice president may get more votes as the counting continues today. So where will we be watching today? Of course, yes, we're going to be watching in Nevada, also in Arizona, but right there. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that's where all the action is. That's where if Biden does get the call in Philadelphia, well, Michael, that puts him at 270, and that would give him the title of president-elect, of course. There is a lot of talk about uh, possible uh, court action, which could put this uh, issue far down the line. Yeah, court action, and in some cases, recount. So, but, Max, is your head spinning? Not over yet. Not over yet. <laughs> All right, thank you. Buddy. Thank you. Well, for updates uh, from the election and results, head to uh, NBCLA.com or the NBCLA app. And we have everything in one place in our Decision 2020 section. And with that, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's your NBC4 station host, Jessica Vinci. As we continue